woke up this morning, there was one comment on it, and it just said, doesn't look complicated at all, idiot. Hello, welcome to episode third, no, 14. 14? Ah, they got caught out of there. 14 of uh, Pod'em Up. I'm Ollie. I'm Tibbs. Hello, Tibbs. Oh, hello. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty hot. Yeah. Hot day. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It's, it's very, it's a very small room. It's very, <laughs> very warm in here. Um, so we've got a, a slightly busy show, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got our book club pick, which was this month was um, Sin and Punishment, successor of the Skies, mm-hmm. um, for the Wii, uh, which we're going to talk about in a bit. We've got E3 that's happened. That yeah. was a thing that yeah, we, we could talk about. Um, and then we've got a, a little new feature that um, I I sprung on you the other day that yeah. I thought might be a, a nice little thing. Um, we'll talk more about that later, but it's sort of. Um, you know, we talk about a lot about you know past games and stuff. This is this little feature dedicated to sort of future games and particularly with an in- indie focus, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it'll work out. Um, but um, yeah, that's to come. Um, so, uh, in the since the last episode, what have you been up to, mate? Um, I played. I bought Sonic Team Racing. So it was called Tonic, yeah. Team, team, team Sonic, Sonic Racing. Racing. Yeah, not to be confused with, confused with uh, Crash Team Racing. Yeah, that's might, probably might, that's probably where the confusion is. That might be why they switched the names around. I expect, yeah, mm. I didn't get on with it. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's okay. It was okay. Yeah. But it just it didn't really it, it just didn't really hold my attention. I think I I got a bit confused with the the wisps. Like mm. I could never I I never really I didn't. I didn't know what they were. Like, like I never got yeah. the hang of whether a purple wisp was a what weapon it was, or a pink wisp was this or that or the other. And it just wasn't yeah. really, it didn't really feel very clear. No, um, no, it doesn't. It's I, not. I, it's not a bad game by any stretch no. of the imagination, but it, it it felt like a bit of a step back from um, Sega and All Stars Racing Transformed. Yeah, Which I think a... <laughs> all these titles are so <laughs> they can't pick a good title for any of these games. Yeah, I know. Yes, I know what you mean. The wisps thing is all it's a bit sort of arbitrary, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, I see what they've done because their wisps are a thing in Sonic already. Yeah, yeah. I, to... I totally get where they were going with it, but uh, it's kind of yeah. I you don't know. To... I think they could have made it a bit. Uh, I don't know. Just like the the um, like. The icons or something to make it really clear when you pick up when you pick up a wisp. Okay, I know what this is. I know what what weapon I've got here. Yeah. Cause it all it seemed a bit a bit random to me, but yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, and there's so many of them as well. I mean, yeah. even sort of late on into the into the main campaign, I was occasionally finding a wisp that I'd never even had before. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's um, it, there's the, yeah, there was an issue there definitely. Yeah. How do you find the team mechanic in general? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, hmm. I don't know if we've talked about the game about about this game before, or if we mentioned it last time we brought up Sonic Racing, uh, Sonic Team Rate Team Sonic Rate, the racing game. <laughs> the that uh, one, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> um, the 
Trailblazers. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's. I think it's definitely taken some cues from Trailblazers. Um, mm. If no, if you haven't played it, Trailblazers is kind of like just a, a, a it's a team racing game um, where it's basically a cross between Splatoon and a racing game. So every mm. team has a color, and you can paint the ground behind you as you go. And if you are in a lane that's been painted with your team's colour, you get a speed boost. Um and that's kind of what they what the slipstreaming thing is with um Team Sonic Racing. Um I think there's definitely there's definitely been some influence there. Um, yeah. and I do like I like the um the way you can um swap weapons with each other. You can like send mm. weapons to another member of the team or you can request a weapon if you haven't got one. Um I think that's pretty cool. Um I felt like the the the, the ultimate team move thing where you, you know you sort of build it up and you can unleash this, this big move. Um that felt a little bit overpowered maybe. Yes, it can totally influence the balance of the yeah. whole race. And it's it basically it all comes down to getting team moves, which is kind of kind of valid because it sort of it builds up you, when you do these team things like passing power-ups and stuff you get more of this you, you add more to this uh, team boost counter thing and when you get enough you get the team boost and you go flying flying yeah. off so it comes it becomes all about that really um, and it was a sort of it, it was a focus to, to a thing to do you know rather than just race forward you know it was it, it was a mechanic that meant that you had to do this team stuff a lot yeah, um, and yeah, I, I, but I see what you might you see. Your point it is is kind of annoying when the whole team just whooshes right past you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not a bad game at all. It's really not a bad game, but I just mm. think it's it, it's just not up to the standard set by the other ones in the series. No. I think I, I would, no. you know, because I really, really liked um, Racing Transformed. Mm. Um, I just spent so much time on that game, and it's one that I, I go back to regularly as well. It's just mm. a, a really good pick up and play. I love the inventiveness of the tracks and all the different characters, and it's just a really nice little game. And I think it's I I can see why they focused solely on Sonic characters. I you know I can see why they maybe wanted to to just put the focus back on Sonic. But yeah, I I don't know. It was okay. It was okay. But yeah. um. Yeah, I yeah. think that that that's that's the the view that most people echo, and I'd echo it as well. For yeah. the most part, it's it's a fun game in itself, but it's yeah. not it's, it's not it's as not... good as the previous ones. No, no. Um, I did get Crash Team Racing as well. Yes, I saw you tweet that. How's how's that? I haven't looked into much about how how that's been re- received. What did you think of that? Um, it's great. It's a it's a really nice um sort of remaster of the original game. Hmm. Um. It's it's up to the same standard as the um, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy remaster yeah. and the um, Spyro the Dragon remaster. Um, it's had the same sort of level of sort of love and care and um, the way it's been enhanced. It's it's you know it's exactly what you would want from a Crash Team Racing remaster. Um, the issue I would have with it is the same that I had with the original game, in that the rubber banding AI is a little bit ridiculous at times. <laughs> it's, okay. it's It alternates from being really, really unchallengingly too easy to just being brutally unfair and there's not much there's not much middle ground there <laughs> yeah um but it's it's a it's a great game it's a really great game um yeah 
Yeah. It looks really nice. I saw a little bit of gameplay. It oh, looks, it, lo- looks it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. It really yeah. is, you know, and it's it's got the the whole sort of adventure mode in there, um, which mm. um, Team Sonic Racing doesn't have. Mm. Um, we've got like the the hub hub area where you can unlock different things and different challenges to collect things, and that will unlock more levels and more characters and things. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a really really nice little remaster, and it's uh you know not too expensive. I think it's like twenty five thirty quid. So yeah, both games are sort yeah, of yeah um, really sort of budget priced. releases, aren't they? Yeah. And the yeah. final thing I got this month I, um, was Mario Super Mario Maker Two. Yeah, I just downloaded that last night. Yeah. Um, I haven't spent enough time on it to to have a, an opinion about it. I don't know if you have yet. Not really. Um, I've only no. played. I've only played it, you know, for an hour or so. Because it only came, you know, it came out yesterday. I think, yeah, it was yesterday. It came out, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and obviously, I was at work all day, so I didn't pick it up till the evening. And then, mm. you know, I haven't put much time into it yet. But um, it's great. I mean, it's it's exactly what you'd want. It's more of the same. If you loved Mario Maker on the Wii U, then you know, it's it's more of the same. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I would say the thing it highlights to me is what an underrated skill level design actually is. Yes, absolutely. This is what, yeah. I mean, I, I I've said before on the podcast, I love level design. And yeah. This is this is you know a game that I really want to sink my sink my teeth into. And yes, you're absolutely right. It's just it it's really difficult. They make it look easy, but it's really difficult to design yeah. a a good level and piece it all together and have it all make sort of sense you know yeah so i can't wait to i've, I've come up with ideas in my head already that i hopefully can do it i did one um, level i put the, the little one i put together it mm. was just a basic really simple sort of left to right jumper of a few things and a couple of goombas but all around the the main path i just put loads of crap all over the place to make it look really complicated <laughs> and i uploaded it and put uh, i titled it not as complicated as it looks or something like that right okay um and i left it went to bed woke up this morning there was one comment on it from oh. some american guy yeah. and it just said doesn't look complicated at all idiot that's <laughs> <laughs> like oh <laughs> all right <laughs> Well, thanks. Well, that's you shot there. Yeah, that's your level design uh, career it, over. Yeah. That's my career in level design. Um, that's a nail put in that coffin. Idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love so, him. Yeah. What about you? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing um, Dangerous Driving. That's oh, the you got it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the Burnout spiritual successor. Yeah. We talked about it briefly before i think when we we're talking about burnout I um I, I don't want to d- d- um go off topic but i didn't yeah. buy dangerous driving but i did buy dangerous golf which is made by the same developers <laughs> is it yeah oh, right is that is that is that burnout for, for golf is that or? basically yeah kind of it's just like big fancy rooms like a fancy restaurant or like a um like a stately home and you just knock a golf ball about and see how much damage you can cause so, oh, that sounds quite yeah, cool it's quite cool but yeah know. yeah so what's it like it's good, yeah. I mean, it's basically Burnout, Burnout Four, essentially by mm. another name. Um, it doesn't seem to have the crash mode in it. Oh, really? No. Well, at least I've I haven't played loads and loads of it. I've done like the, the you've got like groups of challenges. I've done the first group, and I'm in the second one, and I can't see a crash mode in either of those. Mm. So, and I would have thought it would appear by now. So. I don't, I don't know bit, why. No, that's a bit disappointing. Because that's a, like the, the trademark of the series. It there? is, yeah. I mean, I may be wrong. Maybe it's in there. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. But other than that, it's it's yeah, it's really good fun. Um, I got it on PC. Um, 
and yeah, it's just it's, it's there's not much you can say about it really because it is it it's is burnout. burnout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it uh, it doesn't come with its own soundtrack. It seems it has like a one piece of music that it plays at the start, and then the rest of it's in silence. And it encourages you to use Spotify to supply your own soundtrack, basically. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea, actually, because the, yeah. the soundtrack, um, I mean, we talked previously, my, my experience with Burnout is mainly centred around Burnout 3, because that seems to be the one that I got on, got on best with. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the soundtrack is a really sort of integral part to that. But obviously, mm. being an indie game, uh, there's no way they could afford the licenses exactly. and that's stuff just, involved. Yeah. So this is, that's like a really clever way of skirting around that. It's a good compromise. I mean, yeah. you're, you're basically, you do have to just open Spotify in the background. And then you've got if you've got the premium, you can um, you can use the D pad to change the song whenever you want that kind of thing. Oh, so cool, yeah. so it's not like it's like in there as much as I thought it would be. It's just sort of running. Spotify's running. You can run anything in the background really if you want. Yeah, yeah. Just, But yeah, it's quite cool. You can get like a, there's like a Burnout Three playlist on Spotify that you can put on there. And um, you know, I just put a little playlist together. And it's yeah, it works. It, it works really well. Um, it reminds me of the the Burnout Three. The original on the on the Xbox original because mm. um, the custom soundtracks the custom soundtrack yeah it was it was a unique feature for the console at the time where you could rip your own discs to the to the machine and you could certain yeah. games you would allow, be allowed to put your your own soundtrack in which was I really rem- cool I remember that being like a really big deal and yeah. it's hardly any games have used that like recently that's a feature mm. that just seems to have sort of disappeared. I think it's still around. Technically, you can still do it on PS4. I think. I think you can. With yeah, I think certain games. I think, I think can... Wipeout can do it, but uh, I don't know many games that do. No, I don't know if it's. I kind of assumed it was something you could do for all of them, but maybe not. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you, yeah. Maybe you might be just be able to have just running like 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 similar to like you were saying with Spotify, mm. just have something running continuously in the background. You might I be able like, to do that. But, I think um, on the 360, you could as well. I'm yeah, pretty sure. So it's still there, but it's nothing. It's something that no one talks about anymore, really, is it? Yeah, it's surprising because I, I really yeah. I think it'd be a yeah, it's a, a good feature. I think it is. Yeah, that, really. yeah. Because I, I I I played um, I, I booted up my original Xbox was about a year or so ago. I put in Burnout Three, and um, I completely forgotten that the soundtrack that I left on there last time was this. Um, you know the. Uh, uh, WWE used to do like the WWE the music yes. stuff. I, I had one of those on there, so I booted it up, and um, I think it was Mr. Ass's theme <laughs> came on. <laughs> Which, uh, if you remember, is the most ridiculous lyrics to a yeah. to a piece of music I've ever I've ever heard in my life. Um, but that was great. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, yeah, so that was just that little memory. It just came came. <laughs> Um, so elsewhere, I've been doing a lot on the PC lately. I've um, I've been for a while. I've been meaning to set up this this home streaming idea where I'm basically streaming my game from the PC upstairs okay, yeah. to the Pi downstairs. Oh, you're and doing got, it to the Pi? Okay, I'm doing it to the Pi, and I've got these um, power line adapters mm. rather than running big Ethernet cables everywhere. And um, yeah, they seem to work pretty well. Yeah, they're pretty um, good, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I've got. Um, I wanted to recal box, which is what I use for my Pi mainly. Um, it does have Moonlight on it, which mm. links up with Nvidia, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's not working at the moment in the current version. It, it, they're supposed to be updating in the next version, 
but it's not currently there. So I'm using the Steam link. I was you can, put, s- Steam, you yeah. can put Steam link on the Pi. It seems to work pretty well. There's a little bit of latency. It kind of it's probably not that bothersome for most games, but it's the kind of thing that once you notice is there is just a bit kind of annoying and some a little bit of stuttering. So it's not completely perfect, but I don't know. I'm going to tinker with it, and hopefully yeah. the Moonlight thing might work a little bit better. I've never used Moonlight, but I have used uh, um, the Steam Link before, and I have much the mm. same experience with you. Um, yeah. Uh, I was doing it over Wi-Fi, though, so I put it down mm. to, you know, to, to just being sort of a bit, bit flaky on the Wi-Fi. But, um, yeah, I tried it previously on the Wi-Fi, and this is a lot better than the Wi-Fi. Mm. And, um, you know, it's pretty good. I want to be able to sort of run emulations and stuff and just them to the Pi for things that the Pi itself can't handle. Yeah. Um, and Steam games as well. So, yeah, it's um, it's something to keep tinkering with. Are you going to be know. upgrading to the new Pi? The, the uh, Pi oh, 4. yes, the Pi 4. Yeah, 4 yeah, I saw that. looks really yeah. nice. Yeah, it does look really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'd need a new case. I've got one of those nice... Um, is it retro flag? Oh, the retro SNES flag. case. Yeah. Uh, I, oh yeah, I've got the I've got the NES case on mine. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're really nice, really nice products. Yeah, the new um, Game Boy one looks really nice as well. Yeah, it's like hundred dollars or something. Yeah, like. understandably, it comes with a screen and everything. I guess so it's um. Oh, it comes all, all all in one kit, does that? I'd imagine so. I imagine it comes with a the screen. Oh, because totally the others don't need a screen, obviously. No. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. That's been like a, a goal for quite a while to sort of try and get that working. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm onto that. But I've also up giving my PC a big upgrade. Um, I've want, been wanting to do upgrade this, upgrade the CPU for quite a while. Oh, cool. So um, I've got that, but it's that involves a, serious, a load of other things. It's not just a case of putting it in. Unfortunately, I needed a new motherboard. I needed a new <laughs> type of RAM. I need yeah. a new CPU fan. Put, throwing in another hard drive in there, so I'm currently in the process of gutting out my PC. So basically it's basically just a rebuild rather than an it's upgrade. It's almost <laughs> entirely a new PC now yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, what started with a with a simple one component upgrade has spiraled out of control a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I've just just before this podcast actually, I was trying to put. I've taken the the old motherboard out and putting the new one in with the. I've already done the CPU, so um, uh, it's all new to me though. I'm not really. I've never really been a PC kind of internals guy. I've learned a hell of a lot this last month about it. Hmm. So I'm hoping it won't just explode as soon as I turn. <laughs> I have this nightmare vision that it's just going to collapse completely as soon as I start. No, it'll be fine. Start it, yeah, hopefully. Fingers it's good crossed. fun though, isn't it? It's, it's, it is. It's there's really a lot good, of satisfaction yeah. in building it yourself. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. It's something I've always been a bit wary of. Um, but once, yeah, getting into it, it's, um, it's really good fun, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, um, just trying to think. That's kind of the main things I've been doing this month, really. Did you play Delta Ring? Oh yeah, I did a bit. I did. Yeah, sorry, I completely forgot about that. Um, yeah, I haven't completed it yet. I ah, cool. completed the thing. I played about forty-five minutes of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It is very good, isn't it? Yeah, very interesting. I don't quite know where they're going to go with it. No. Um, but, what do you think yeah. of the, the battle system? An improvement or? Um, yeah, I, that, that's kind of the the bit I've got to, like the first time you have a battle, I think, mm. or just after that, I think. It's kind of, um, you had two characters at the time, didn't you? Yeah. You switched between, it was a few, it was a couple of weeks ago now. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah well, well, we'll wait till you finish it properly, and then we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, it's um, got a few interesting kind of twists, like graphically it looks a bit more 
kind of advanced, doesn't it? And the, yeah. That whole thing at the beginning where you, you pick, it asks you to pick your character <laughs> and then just completely discards it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, should we move on to E3? Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know how to, it's E3 is E3, you know, it doesn't really need an introduction, does it? Not really, no. I mean, it's it's the big the yeah. big show of the year, isn't it? Well, I mean, it used to be. Sony didn't even turn up to this one. They so. didn't bother, no. They had a little thing beforehand, didn't they? They had like a little movie with some, some stuff in it a couple yeah. of weeks before, didn't they? Um, anything jump out at you this, this year? Um, it's hard to remember now. I was going to... Mm. Before we started the show, I was going to Google like a little recap of the of the list. Um, I remember coming away thinking that Nintendo and Devolver Digital had the best the best stuff to show. Mm. Um, I wasn't really impressed by anything Microsoft put out that I can think of. Um, no, the one I mean, they sort of announced their new console, didn't they? Well, kind of ish. Ish. <laughs> I mean, they haven't told us anything about it really. No, they? it was still still a bit cagey, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I can't I mean, actually. I can't actually remember any of the details now, but I know I wasn't impressed. And the thing is, I'm, <laughs> I'm more interested in what games it's going to have. Exactly, that's the main thing. I don't really yeah. care about that. It's like a, it was like a solid state hard drive, wasn't it? So it's was supposed to be lightning quick and all that, which is all nice. It's all good, nice, but I mean, like it, the, I, I've I've got the original, like the Xbox One, like the the fat original model that came out, yeah. not the the S or the X. Yeah. If you gave me the, if you gave me a check tomorrow and told me to go out and buy an Xbox One X with all its fancy extra power and everything, yeah. I'm not going to turn it on any more than I do the Xbox because there's just no. nothing on it I want to play at the moment. It's just yeah. you know well, it, the, you can have all the power in the world, but if it's not in the games to play, I mean this generation the Xbox doesn't. I mean I haven't looked intensively at the library that it's had, but it doesn't seem to have had many particular exclusives for it. Would you say that's a fair comment? Yeah, definitely a fair comment. Yeah. There's there's a severe lack of of exclusives, and mm. I think there's just not enough variety of games. I yeah. mean, I love the Switch and the PS4 so much because you get really quirky, sort of not AAA, not indie, but kind of mm. that middle ground where you mm. get, and it's kind of like back in the PS1 days. Um, and the N64 days, you would get these sort of publishers just churning out little, just little odd quirky games. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, the Switch and the PS4 it sort of reminds me of that. There's these games coming out that you won't find top in the charts or anything, but mm. there's still these really neat little experiences. Um, and the Xbox just doesn't have anything like that. Yeah, it, I mean, it's either all AAA blockbusters or or nothing really. Yeah, that's that's very much the the they've gone for that sort of audience that only cares about that type of game. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. It's it's that's very much. I don't want to generalize, but that's very much the audience I associate with Xbox these days. Yeah, you know, that sort of, the, sort of the, the Call of Duty, yeah, online. FIFA, that people, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but. The, I mean, there's nothing uh, wrong with that, but it's no. just—it's just not. It doesn't appeal to me. It's just no. not the, the games I'm interested in. No, no I mean, uh, Xbox aside, this generation has been really good for those kind of games you just described. Yeah, better it has. than sort of the, the previous couple of generations. Oh, or previous doubt. generation, maybe. Um, it, there's just so many of those little quirky things that people, because they're a little lower budget than a AAA release, they can really afford to just 
have a go at it, you know, yeah. and see see what happens and make something. Well, well like uh, like like I mentioned earlier, Trailblazers, a game yeah. like that. It's just a quirky little idea that someone's had, mm. and they've put this game together and it's out there. You know, it's not going to break any sales records, and but it's obviously a step up from someone working away on in their bedroom on a game. But it's yeah. just kind of this. This sort of little—I don't know—there should be a term for it. It's not an indie game. It's not a triple A game. It's just you know there should be yeah, a term for it. There isn't really a term, as far as I'm aware. No. But there's there's that middle ground that yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, back to E3. Um, so, so we talk. Should we talk about Nintendo because yeah. they had a few yeah. things going on, didn't they? Uh, Breath of the Wild sequel. Breath of the Wild sequel. Very excited about that. I, I don't think anyone I, expected that. I didn't no, I certainly that. didn't. I mean, usually uh, Zelda takes about five years, six years yeah. to make, and it seems like they're kind of this is more of a, as I said, a Breath of the Wild sequel. So it's not a whole new Zelda and a set in a different kind of environment. They seem to be reusing those that kind of world, and those assets for a new story. Um, and hopefully that means it comes here a bit quicker than a whole new Zelda would, which yeah. is really good. And I, I absolutely love Breath of the Wild. It's one of my favourite games ever. I thought I had so much fun with it. So yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Definitely a, a day one purchase, no problem there. Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy, I I like the first one. That's the only one I've played. That's the only one um, I've played as well. I like that one. That's good. Yeah. I never completed it, but. It's, I got um, to the last boss. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I never completed it after that. I don't know yeah. why. I no, think it's because no. I, I got to the boss and... I think I had a bit of a, a hard time with it or I found it a bit frustrating. But I knew mm. at, th- at that point I'd seen all the game had to offer. There wasn't going to be anything past that. So I just kind of moved on to something else. But I enjoyed yeah. my time with it while I played it. It's a really, yeah. really charming little game. So Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, so. I, I might... I don't... No, if I'll pick that one up day one, but I might get it eventually. I don't know it if it'll be a day um, one, but I'm I'm interested in the co-op play. Um, yeah. I think co-op play. I, I always I, I tend to pre- prefer co-op rather than sort of competitive multiplayer. So yeah, um, yeah. you know that's something that appeals to me definitely. Mm. Mm. Um, Legend of Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Yeah. Remake of the Game yeah. Boy. Yes. Yeah. I have never played the original Game Boy one. No. no um, but yeah, it looks good. It looks really nice. It does. Um, I like the art style. It looks yeah. looks pretty sweet. Yeah, there's some sort of dungeon creation thing there as well, which looks quite interesting. Yeah, big um, egg on a mountain. You know, What's big egg on a like? mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I saw amongst the sort of third party games that jumped out for me personally was Panzer Dragoon. Yes. Yeah, I um I, I really like that series. Um, although I've never played fully played the first one, except a little bit. But I played um, Zvi. Or Zway for Vic, if you're listening, um, and Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, both enjoyed enjoyed both of those. Um, so yeah, I'm, that looks really really cool. And yeah. um, as we'll go into later, I really love my uh, on rails shooter kind of game. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that one. Um, well, I don't have much else on my Nintendo in my list actually. Uh, the announced is going to be a version of The Witcher Three. Um, yeah. Never really got into the uh, The Witcher. Isn't really a, a series for me personally, but I know a lot of people will be sort of really mm. into that. So that's mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a bit more about po- Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, um, yeah. A bit of a, a bit of um, drama about the. It's not going to have a full Pokedex, so you can't transfer all your previous Pokemon. So it's only going to have the Pokedex will only cover the Pokemon for that 
particular region, whereas okay. previous versions had the full Pokedex. So you could have you could catch them all. Now you can only catch some. <laughs> it's not quite as good a, t- a, catch a catchphrase. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Banjo Kazooie being added to. Smash oh yeah, Brothers. yeah, very cool, very cool. Very cool. Love, um, love Banjo. So that was that was really a nice surprise. Yeah. Uh, new Animal Crossing game coming at some point in the indeterminate future. Um, yeah. Have you played Animal Crossing before? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not as sort of into it as some. So like, it's one of those games that people tend to be really, really passionate about and really get really yeah. into. Um, I don't mind it, but um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to rush out and buy it. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, yeah I haven't myself. My wife has. She played the one on the Wii uh, yeah. a bit, and um, yeah, it's it's a nice little nice little game. You know, um, we found um, Tom Nook to be quite an amusing character. So he's, <laughs> he's become sort of an in joke between us. <laughs> she even bought me a, a Tom Nook amiibo once for my birthday, just as a really? little while. Yeah. <laughs> um, collection of mana. Uh, yeah, don't know anything about that. It's the JBRPG. Um, I'm trying. I was gonna try and remember. Oh, um, I think it's called. Y- I can't remember what it is called in Japan. And um, it's a very f- famous series of RPGs, and it's gonna be the first time. Um, the sequel. The, the first game was rebranded as Final Fantasy Adventure when it came over here. Oh, right. um, it's not really technically a Final Fantasy game. They just used the name mm. to make it sell. Um, and then they had a, a sequel, The Secret of Mana, and then they had the third game, The Trials of Mana. Mm. Um, Trials of Mana has never been released outside of Japan before now. It's been one of these sort of things that's been on everyone's wish list, sort of JRPG fans, um, that it gets a, a Western release. And it's, you know, up to this point, it's never happened. So it's the first time that's actually getting released. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, nice. Um, so that'd be interesting. I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to like to give that a play. Um, mm. Have you played the other ones, like um, Secret Secret Mana? It's the SNES one, isn't it? Yeah, so I played Secret Mana because that was on the um, the classic, the SNES oh, yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I haven't played Final Fantasy Adventure. Um, mm. I think they're similar to Final Fantasy in the sense that I, I think they're self-contained stories. So I don't think you need yeah. to play one to get play the next one to play the next one. So, yeah. Um, but you know the the fact that I think. We mentioned on a previous show, I can't remember what episode it was, when we were talking about uh, Octopath Traveller. Oh, yeah. And how successful that had been, whether it would open the door to more um, classic JRPGs sort of being released in the West. Mm. Um, Given that this is a Square Enix game as well, I'm wondering if that is going to be, if that's a sort of a, a, a result of the success of Octopath Traveler, mm. uh, which I think is getting a PC release as well now, isn't it? Yeah, no, I saw that pop up. Yeah, the other yeah, day. That's so, interesting. Yeah. yeah, be interesting if, uh, yeah, if that's sort of woken up publishers to the fact that you know these games do have a market over here. So. Mm. Mm. Um, Moving on from Nintendo, was there anything else that, that caught your eye? Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's it's still a thing. It is still a thing. <laughs> um, what's your thoughts on it? Um, I'm, interest, I'm interested. Um, they told us a bit more about the battle system, haven't they? Yeah. It's going to be like a hybrid kind of thing, or a bit like a sort of, you know, it's got a real-time element, but you can also... You, you can also go through the menu and choose your attacks like in the original game. Is that right? Yeah, I th- mm. I think that that's the yeah that's the impression I got. 
Yeah, and you could, but you could, if you don't want to do that, you can assign the attack attacks to like a shortcut button, can't you? Yeah. 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 You, you still don't sound <laughs> convinced by this game. <laughs> I'm not convinced by it. No. I've got to be honest with you. Um, mm. I don't know. It might be because Final Fantasy VII is a game that that means quite a bit to me. So maybe yeah. I'm a bit, you know. A bit resistant to anyone messing with the formula. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it just doesn't. It just doesn't do anything for me. Um, I don't think it, it's charmless. A bit. I think mm. it's a bit. I don't know. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I'll. I'll. You know. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So there's no point me pretending that I won't. Um. Is it still episodic? Yeah. Is it? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And they haven't they haven't said how many episodes it will be or or um I think I heard this game will take you up to the point of in Final Fantasy 7 where you first leave Midgar and go back go out onto the world map. Okay. So it's a it, fair fairly sizable portion of it as I recall. Is that yeah, right? yeah, it's a reasonable chunk of the game. Um yeah. but I mean if you think of all the things that happen after you leave Midgar mm. um you know this is going to be like eight or nine chapters yeah it? that's yeah that sounds about the right sort of percent there's a hell of a lot that happens in that game yeah and that's just only the first part really isn't it so yeah yeah there's going to be and are they going to do like a physical release version of each one or is it kind of a, a download thing or have they said anything about that i don't think any of anything like that's been announced i don't know right. um and they haven't even subtitled it like final fantasy 7 chapter one or exactly that's like what that. i was wondering it's just yeah <sighs> I don't know if they're just rushing it out, to be honest, because mm. I think they painted themselves into a corner a bit by by announcing it when in, they didn't really have anything to show. Yeah. And... That was years ago, wasn't it? It was, it was about 2015 ago. or something? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I've been silent about it for years and, and years. I was going to say, there were rumours knocking about for years before that, that it was, it was in right. the works, so... Yeah, yeah. I think that it's got to the point where they just need to get something out there and start recouping yeah. some of that investment that they've made in it, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone seems excited about it, though. I, I don't want to be, hmm. you know, I don't want to to rain on anyone's parade with it, but um, I just don't know, like, the art style. I can't, the scenes and things that happen in, in Final Fantasy VII, um, like the cross-dressing mission with Cloud. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, um, I can't imagine that in this... Looking... I can't imagine that in that art <laughs> well, style. It just wouldn't... It's far too serious for that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, like, everyone's really sort of serious. Barrett looks really serious. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just... It's such a world away from those really kind of quite charmingly basic kind of yeah. uh, in-game character models, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's with, there's some really risque scenes the 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 same part of the game where um you know you have to to get Cloud to cross dress yeah um there's a, a like a nightclub called the Honey mm. Bee Inn mm. and there's like he has like a communal bath with a bunch of muscle men oh yeah um and there's all these and it's like, <laughs> I I can't imagine that happening with his heart I know done. yes you're right yeah maybe they'll just cut it out that's what I mean or change it I mean they might change it or yeah but I mean these are you know these are daft little things that make the you know they're just charming parts of the game it's part of the game's character and i don't think you can That's just right, excise yeah. these parts of the game because they don't you know i don't know i don't know they, they might yeah. they might make it work mm. but i'm i remain skeptical yeah and also if they're going to cut that out you kind of think 
well, they'd cut one thing out, they could cut other things out, add other stuff in. Before you know it, it becomes a completely different it's game. It's going to be a completely different So game, it's yeah. a fine line to walk if you get when you get to that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think we've seen any character models of um, Cat Sith. No, I haven't. Because he, come, he comes a bit later, though, doesn't he? He does come a bit later, yeah. So they're probably not going to show um, that just yet, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. I mean, basically, they've, we've only seen, like, the um, Cloud, Tifa, Aerith, and a bit, of, a bit of Sephiroth, I thought we saw. Oh, we? yeah, a little bit of Sephiroth, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, well, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, it's, keep an um, eye on it. It's, quite, it's, it's March, isn't it, I think? Yeah, going to come out next year, so yeah. not too far away to find out unless it gets late. No, I'm, and I'm sure a lot more will come out between now and then that will give yeah. us a, a clearer picture of it. But um, mm. I really, I really don't want to be too negative about it. No. It's just, you know, like I said, just it's just little That's reservations I have. It's, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. was there anything else uh, you wanted to mention? Um, there was. I'm trying to find a list though. Um. The like I've mentioned, the Devolver Digital. Did you watch their press conference? I didn't. No, no. Superb. Mm. It's really good. Every year it's good. The Devolver Digital one. They did like a, a spoof of the Nintendo Directs this year, <laughs> um, and it's really yeah, it's something really special. But um, I wish I could find a list of the games they announced. I'm I'm googling it now, and there's just like there's lots of links to the to their press conference and things like that but I can't see an actual list of the games but they got some really nice looking stuff coming out um, we'll probably come back to that because it's going to okay. take going to take some time to find it but we'll maybe sure. talk about that on a on a on a future show and we'll have a look but they had some really nice sort of um retro styled side scrolling um, stuff coming out and they announced a, an actual arcade machine um, based on one of their one of their titles are actually I think it's like $5,000 they're selling it for mm. um, but it's actually a, a full light gun arcade machine that they, they're putting out so oh, I, did, yeah. I didn't I didn't hear anything about this oh yeah yeah it's, it's, it's really <laughs> cool and the whole their whole press conference was kind of a a, a pastiche of um, Robocop and <laughs> it's 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 uh, I won't do it justice. You've got to watch it. But um, okay, oh, yeah. no, I'll check that out. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Okay, cool. Um, we probably missed tons of stuff because I mean, tons of stuff goes on at E3. But I think yeah. I think it's fair to say Nintendo, given Sony's absence, um, mm. are already stated ambivalence towards Google Stadia. Yeah, and <laughs> Microsoft not really showing anything of substance. I don't think. Not that we're interested in anyway. Not not that you know we can think of off the top of our heads. No. Um, I think that pre- that was E three for us. That's E three, yeah. 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 Right, we've got our our new little segment. Um, we don't have a name for it. We we'll have to think of a name, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, on, I found that on Twitter lately, I keep encountering little indie games that I've never seen before and it seems to be a great way for um, developers to to get their get their game out because they can put up, put up a little movie about it and it sort of catches eyes and stuff so I've been seeing all these little games coming up recently and I try to follow them all yeah. and um, it, it just struck me as a nice feature to, to sort of each each month perhaps we could each bring one one of these games that we've seen somewhere 
that's upcoming that isn't out yet. Okay. It, you know, from a, from a, either an indie developer or a bigger developer. Um, but you know, the, the indie ones particularly inspired me to to think of this feature. So it's a good just, feature. So let me just just so we're clear. Hmm. You're going to pick a game. I'm going to pick a game, and then we're going to sort of describe it. Yeah, just have a little, well, very brief kind of description of what we saw, and you know what we're, what what we like about it. Just okay. um, if so, you've got like the the their Twitter handle or however you saw it, a link, some some way of people tracking them down. So obviously the name of the game. So how about this? Yeah, go on. Work, work, work with me with this one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indescribable. Huh? In indescribable. Yeah. What do you think of that? I like it. It's good in that. I like it. Just made yeah. that up. That's on the fly. On so, the fly. Very nice. Yeah. I could tell you're excited about it. Oh, <laughs> hopping about indescribable. the place Indescribable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, yeah, what, cool. what's your, what's your okay. pick? Okay. So my one is a game that I spotted, I think this week called um, Exception. Okay. And it's a 2.5D game, and it's got kind of um, a lot of kind of indies do this kind of graphical style. It's not necessarily one I'm a big fan of, but it, it, I'm going to bear with it because it, it looks like a really fun game. It's got these kind of Tron style graphics, you know, kind of like they look like they're in a computer, you know, sort of wireframe, kind of bright colors, black background, that kind of thing, you know. Hmm. But it's um, the, the the physics of the game really struck me because they, they it just looks like a really really fun game to play really fast moving nice sort of jumping mechanics wall jumping he's got a sword he slashes things and it just looks like it plays really really nicely but it's also got this thing where it kind of rotates the whole uh sort of environment he's in quite regularly so it looks like he'll hit a point and then the the, the, the areas in will completely rotate or it will swivel around and, and could do all these kind of crazy angles. And okay. that looks really, really nice as well. <clears throat> just not some nice visual effects. Just looks like a really fun kind of old school kind of fun game, you know. Um, it's I've got a couple of details about it for anyone who wants to track it down. It's um, Is this out now or is it an upcoming? No, it's coming out. I think I read somewhere August, but I, can't, I couldn't find... Um, where I read that, okay. so I might have made it up, but he says summer this year, so it should be fairly soon, I think. It's um, if, you, if you look up exceptiongame.com, and it's by indie dev uh, Tracksmaster, I think it's one person, and on Twitter he's at Tracksmaster, and that's an X for track, so T R A X Master, and that's coming out for Steam, Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Oh, so now, yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it looks really nice, really slick. There's a there's a bit where he's kind of being chased by this massive kind of robot boss, and the the whole the camera is taken like kind of an odd angle. It's not just straight on; it's kind of like looking back a bit, and it just there's something about that looks really really cool. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, one to watch, I think. Yeah. So that's that's my choice for the first ever indescribable um, <laughs> exception. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Okay. Go and check it out. Yeah. Okay, well, my choice uh, is going to be Skatebird. Oh, yeah, I, I think I saw this somewhere. Yes, go on. It's a skateboarding game where you're a bird. Is this the Tony Hawk's um, thing? Is it based on Tony Hawk's? It's very similar to... It's, it's similar um, in terms of gameplay to Tony Hawk's. Yeah. And they have said that the game will feature a tiny hawk. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I see what they've done there. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it looks. It just looks. It just looks completely daft. Completely <laughs> insane. Um, it's on Kickstarter at the moment. It's not actually out yet. Okay. Um, and yeah, in full disclosure, I've backed it on Kickstarter. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're supposed to let people know stuff like that when you cover it. Um, yeah. Only backed it for I think it's ten quid or something, just enough to get a, a Steam copy of the game when it comes out. But um, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks as good as it sounds. Okay. It's How a long bird on it? a skateboard, and you do some tricks. It's called Skatebird. It's one of the birds has got a hat on. It's <laughs> it's great. I you know um, I'm just gonna read a bit from the kickstarter yeah uh skatebird be a skateboarding bird um and yeah oh look at him he's great uh right let's have a look ah uh, yeah if if you they reach the next stretch goal um it looks like they've yeah they wanted fifteen thousand pounds and they've they've got thirty nine thousand pounds so far so oh. it's definitely definitely gonna get there okay, and there's great. a demo click here to get the demo i missed that bit oh. so oh Oh. Great! Ah, oh, look, he's flapping his little wings. He's having a whale of a time. Um, so yeah, there's going to be a pet the bird mode if they reach their next goal. Um, okay. You can sort of pet the bird. Um, explore a bunch of bird-sized parks with simple controls familiar to any tiny hawk. Uh, yeah. You can put an MP3 soundtrack, custom MP3. Oh, there you go. Shades of what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, and Very if nice. you fail, you just get back up because, above all else, skatebirds try their best, and that's a lesson that we can all take. We to can heart. all take oh, away. Oh no, it just fell over. I don't. Oh, that's a bit sad actually. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think <laughs> I'm gonna put it off the screen. That's actually really sad. He, he looks all limp. Oh, that's awful. Oh, he's got a Viking helmet. One of them. <laughs> oh, get get this back. Honestly, this is amazing, skatebird. Um, this sounds brilliant. Yeah. Oh, How long has it got the the Kickstarter for? Uh, let's have a look. Ten days to go. Ten okay. days. Get on, days getting on the ground floor with Get this on one, it. Guys. I might have a look at that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. One's got a traffic cone on his head. I just <laughs> there as well. This is best thing ever. Um, so yeah, um, Skatebird. That's my pick. I tell you what. That's as, as for nothing else. We should just look at trailers live like that and just describe <laughs> them because that sounded really funny. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Um, I, I think that's a successful debut for. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. for our new feature absolutely um, we'll, we'll put those uh, links in the show notes and yep. we'll tweet about them um, to make sure you uh, you have a look at them yeah definitely, uh, definitely. yeah yeah awesome okay, okay. cool um, anything else you want to talk about before we get into our main event um, no I don't think so um, I think uh, just going on the, the this indie segment um, mm. I think just put a, a call out to you know if you're listening and there's a game that you that's on your radar and you think we should take a look at or if you know anyone who's developing a game or something mm. you found on Kickstarter you know let us know because um, yeah we want to you know put yeah. a little spotlight I mean, on any anything out there that's that's worth a look we could add that as a feature if anyone submits a game we could we could do our ones and then do a, a a single kind of listener yeah absolutely yeah definitely uh, you know if we get a few in we could we could pick one that looks the best and you know put that out there as well yeah yeah cool okay that's a great idea i think i think think that covers all all other business and we're ready Mm. to plow on to the the game of the month
and welcome back. This month we're talking about Sin and Punishment, Successor of the Skies, uh, which is the, the UK name for this game, or sorry, the European name for this game. Uh, it's also known as um, Sin and Punishment Star Successor in the US, and yes. Sin and Punishment Successor of the Universe in Japan is the translated title. Quite why it needs three different fairly similar names. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no. I mean, no, that's that's, it, it, it's, I mean they, they all kind of say the same thing. I don't know. I always wonder when names change. Sometimes you can kind of see the reason this just makes no sense at all, right? It's funny. I was thinking about, yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I won't go too, too off track, but there's another game I was thinking, uh, I was randomly thinking about earlier, and they changed the title completely from uh, the American to the English release. Mm. I've got no idea why. Don't make any sense, but yeah. yeah they do it yes, a lot. They do. Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah. Anyway, this was developed by Treasure and mm. published by Nintendo. Yes. Um... And it's a sequel, isn't it? It is a sequel. It's a sequel to uh, the N64 game called Sid and Punishment. So this one was, came out on the Nintendo Wii in October 2009 in Japan and May 2010 in Europe and June in the US. Um, and it was later ported, ported to the Wii U eShop in 2015. Uh, the original version can still be picked up um, pretty cheaply, around yeah. about £10, 10 pounds a box. About 10 quid, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Despite, despite uh, it looks kind of like a... More for the Wii, anyway, because the thing is, the Wii you get all the Nintendo games which get promoted and everyone knows about them. You get loads and loads of um, shovelware, and then you get the, the a, a sort of group of games in between that are made. They're good games made by other developers, but you don't hear so much about them. They're kind of a little bit more buried amongst all the other kind of other good games and other crap that's on the that's on the console. And I, I would say this kind of falls into that category. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised it was kind of relatively cheap because it looks like it might be more expensive. I'm really surprised is. at how it isn't a more expensive game, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. It strikes me as a, as a sort of game that would have a a kind of a cult following, yeah. and you know, as a result, you know, the, the games that tend to have cult followings tend to be like demand higher prices and things. Mm. So I think. A lot of treasure games are quite expensive, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they got, are. Amongst them, you've got um, you know, Gunstar Heroes, Dynamite Heady, Ikaruga, Guardian Heroes. I think a lot of those go for quite high prices generally, or, or sort of. Yeah, Ikaruga and um, yeah. Radiant Silver Gun. Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't. Uh, treasure is a company I didn't know hardly any. Well, I never even heard of before I got kind of into more collecting and, and playing retro games again, which is a few yeah. years ago. Um, but they're ex-Konami stuff, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. So, so, yeah. So they make predominantly kind of shoot-em-ups like this, and more sort of 2D shoot-em-ups, I guess. Yeah, it's what they're really known for, is their, yeah. their, their main skill, I think, yeah. Yeah, so this one is a 3D rail shooter, which you don't get a lot of in general, and it's a genre that I really like. Um, so it kind of, it's, it's so it'd be similar to sort of Star Fox, Panzer Dragoon, Rez... Um, I'm trying to think of any of those. There's not many other well-known ones, really, is there? Not really. I mean, Res would be the most recent one that I can think of. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a shame because it's such a it's a really really fun for. It's basically like the 3D version of the 2D shoot 'em up, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, where you're sort of flying forward and enemies are coming at you from from facing you or the sides or wherever, and you just got to point your gun and shoot at them, basically. Yeah. Um, in this case, I, very literally, because you've got the Wii remote and you can f- shoot it straight at the screen. 
Yeah, I think it's uh, as a genre. I think that the the benefit of having the on rail shooter, mm. um, you can have a lot more, not scripted, but you can you can have a lot more sort of spectacular events yeah. that you know you wouldn't because you can kind of control where the player the perspective of the player and what they're going to be looking at, mm. and you wouldn't get that kind of that kind of control if it was a free roaming game or you know if it was a purely side scrolling game it yeah. just i think it allows for a little bit more of a, a cinematic approach there's a lot of drama cool. i think this game is a perfect example of that because it mm-hmm. does a lot of that it kind of takes you on a roller coaster ride quite often and you know there's all these enemies coming at you it points the camera exactly where it needs to be you're you're controlling a character who's sort of moving around on kind of a 2d plane on that screen where while you while you're sort of taken along this journey through the level um, and these enemies are coming at you and and that kind of thing so that's kind of the basic setup of the game that's the genre it belongs to um so yeah i said uh, it uses the wii remote that's kind of the the default option there's a lot of other controller options as well i think you can use the gamecube controller if you want i think you can yeah and you can mm-hmm. use the the wii zapper and, yeah all of um, them you can alter the button layout as well which is really really cool it's very customizable um so yeah so um you played this game before yes a long yes. time ago long time oh, okay so i um, I'd played i got um there's a fan translation of the original um as well which i've i mm. played a bit of that on uh emulation um, yes mm. which is I've pretty ne- cool yeah i've never played the original but i picked this one up a couple of years ago and I did play about half of it, and I really, really liked it. But I couldn't uh, one thing and another, and I couldn't. I've always been been meaning to get back to it and finish it. So this is my, finally my chance to do it. Um, I actually emulated this, even though I do have the disc, because I wanted to. Uh, I got this um, uh, Dolphin Bar. I think the Mayflash Dolphin Bar. That it's like a USB plug-in thing for the uh, the the PC that allows you to use a real Wii remote with a computer. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I've it works pretty. No, it works pretty well. Not quite as good as uh, a real one, but and I needed to. I, I at first I tried a regular Wii remote. It was kind of all over the place. I put in the Motion Plus one, and that was much much better. Um, so I did did that, and the the save states certainly helped in this game. <laughs> um, and plus, it just looks really really nice. You can you know, boost the resolution, and oh, this game happens to emulate very very well. Yeah, Dolphin makes. You know, really beautiful. Some games in Dolphin. Yeah, yeah. I did because I got about. I think I got to level four originally in this, and I picked up where I left off on the on on the the real Wii, and I just got stuck on this boss. It was just, <laughs> I just, I I just um I decided I I, need, I wanted to play through the levels I'd already done again anyway for the purpose of this podcast. So I thought I'll start a new game on the Dolphin. Mm. Um and yeah, just had loads of fun really because it's just it's a very fun game it's a very fun game yeah it's just it is i said to you just before we started recording though i haven't managed to put in as much time as i'd like with this game yeah, but that's okay um i had forgotten how hard it is mm, it's pretty tough it's pretty tough it is a tough game but it does it is fair it can be fairly lenient as well because it gives you a fair amount of health and pretty regular checkpoints yeah that's true so i found I would die a lot, but I would usually get a new checkpoint during a single play. So it's kind of a two steps forward, one step back kind of thing a lot of the time. Did you yeah. find that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Certainly in the in the earlier levels anyway, it kind of the, the difficulty does ramp up and the, there are a lot of bosses kind of in the middle of levels and at the end of them. Um 
the end, yeah, they get they can get pretty tough. And I think it it feels to me like I mentioned earlier when we were talking about crash team racing how it felt really unfair. Mm. Um, I think it's in the same way like Ikaruga is an insanely difficult game. But it feels like the kind of game that you could master if you put enough time into it. Yes. It doesn't feel like, you know, it's all random and chance. It feels like a game that if you if you really put the time in, you could get seriously good at it and you could mm. fly through it. And I think that that's the kind of feeling I get with it. It's it's not it's not just unfair. It's something that you could master. You also get the feeling that it kind of want it encourages repeat playthroughs as yeah. well because when you when you end a session it tells you it's got like a kind of an old school kind of high school leaderboard I think doesn't it yeah um, and then you get there's uh, quite often you'll see loads of enemies flying around like far too many to, to hit but you don't have to hit them all there you get more more points the more you hit and it's that kind of score attack thing it's kind of it's very old school in that sense that it just it, it wants you to play again to get to get better scores and to get better at it. And um, and yeah, you can you can go back to levels that you've already completed. Uh, it saves at the checkpoint that you're at, so you don't have to do a whole level in one sitting, which is a really really useful feature. Really yeah. Um, so it, it was it, although it's difficult, it gives you lots of help, and, and there's infinite lives as well. Mm. So it, it it really wasn't a game that I felt was completely impossible. It was no. it 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 kind of gives you a challenge, but it helps you a lot with it. And I think there's even harder modes and stuff as well if you really want to push yourself. Um, plot and plots and the characters is kind of it has one, but it doesn't. It's, it's not the reason you're playing, is it? It's not the reason you're playing, and it doesn't. I I had no. I read up on it, and I must admit, a lot of it, the actual plot, wasn't very clear in the game itself at all. Through the cutscenes, I didn't think. No. Basically, if you do want to know about it, it's you play as a pair of kids. Basically, well, they look like kids anyway. Uh, a boy, Isa, and a girl, Kachi, and um, Isa. Who has a very weirdly manly voice? <laughs> a very, very odd voice for the character that he is. He looks like a little boy, little yeah, little boy, but uh, he has a completely man's voice. It's yeah. very odd. Um, so he he finds Kachi and he wishes to protect her, um, even though he was sent to kill her by some bad dudes called the Nebulox, um, because apparently she's capable of destroying worlds or something. So they go on the run. He tries to protect her, uh, you know, and that's it. Basically, that's the, that's the kind of <laughs> there's a, there's more to it than that. But uh, yeah. you know, you probably won't care to be fair. No. Nebulox <laughs> sounds like something off of the Mighty Boosh as well, doesn't it? it sounds it like does it, a bit, yeah. It does, yeah. It does, yeah. It doesn't sound like a uh, like a word to be taken seriously, does it at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of sort of set in a dystopian kind of future of Japan, I think. I don't know how much it ties in with the story of the previous game, or if at all. You know. I don't know either off the top of my head. Like, uh, yeah. No. Again, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's, the reason it's you're there, playing, but it? it's, it's, yeah. it's there. It's it's sort of set dressing, but I mean, the, the it's the gameplay that's the real. It's the yeah. star of the show, and it? it's not one of these games where you you play it to find out what happens next in the story. You're playing no. it just because it's enjoyable to play. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you can play as either Iso or Kachi. They mostly control the same, except they have a slightly different kind of um, power kind of move. So I think Iso—I'm uh, saying his right, his name right. Yeah, Iso. Um, he's got like a charge, uh, like a charging kind of explosive blast, doesn't he? So you can lock onto something, hold down the charge button, you'll fire an explosion, and you won't be able to use that for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Kachi has kind of a lock-on thing where she can lock onto multiple things, doing that. 
as a sort of a spa- do a similar thing with it I think I play dice uh, much more than Kachi just because yeah. that's who I picked and you can't actually change your character once you've picked them through the story mode um, <clears throat> but other than this the weapons don't really vary and you only really have one weapon yeah, um, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it seems like an odd decision I thought they could they might have been able to spice things up a bit there with some different some variety of weapons and power ups and stuff that you could pick yeah, it's a bit. I mean, most sort of shoot 'em ups have a you know sort of a secondary weapon or mm. you know power ups and things. I don't think there's any power ups at all, is there? No, there's um, coins that you get for extra points. There's health, but other than that, there isn't really. That's all you there's pick no, up. Yeah, there's no upgrades or anything. There's no like firepower upgrades or. No, it's very simple. Very arcadey, really. Just yeah. yeah. I mean, they decided to keep it, keep it simple and. To be honest, it's the kind of thing you once you notice it's missing, you think, "Oh, I wonder why they haven't done that." But it's not the kind of thing that ruins the game in any way, no, really, because you're so busy shooting stuff that you don't really haven't really noticed. To be honest, <laughs> it's only when you think about it. Um, so yeah, as I said before, heavy emphasis on scores. All the enemies give you, you know, points and stuff. Uh, yeah, some bosses, pretty intense bosses. Um, of of what you've played, any bosses that stood out to you? Um. No, they're, they're all... It's a, a really weird variety of bosses, really. Quite a variety, yeah. Yeah. Did um, you... I, I just say... I, do, I don't want to... Again, this is going to sound like I'm being negative. I'm not. Mm. Um, but the art style I, of the, the the characters, I found a little bit... Um, there's a film out. I can't remember what... I, I don't know if it's still in the cinema. Um, Battle Angel Alita or something like that. She's got mm. these really massive yes. computer-generated yes. eyes, yeah? Yes, yes, yeah. I know the one you mean, yeah. The characters remind me of that a bit. Yeah, very kind of... <laughs> it's uh, just like the eyes are, like, really oversized. Yeah, it's kind of anime... Uh, yeah, anime-ish, isn't it? Yeah. But not, like, full-on anime, but, just yeah, kind of not inspired like by anime. it. It's, yeah, it's kind of like they've tried to make a like a, a realistic-ish human, but with yeah. anime proportions, and it's yes. just a little bit... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just find that a bit... I was just... Uh, no, I had, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah sorry, carry on. Um, there's what there's um, at one point you fight a man who can transform into five dolphins. Did yes. You see that? <laughs> not not just one, five dolphins. <laughs> and also later in the game, you fight uh, a one during the level. You fight a massive saber toothed tiger, and then you fight a giant bird. And then for the final boss of that level, they transform into a kind of saber toothed flying bird creature. I love it. Which I thought was which is yeah brilliant. Why it not? is. It's brilliant. It, yeah, it's great. I love. There's a stuff lot of like crazy. St- there's just, a lot of crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it's it's one of those things that you can only have in a video game, isn't there? Yeah. And it's, it's just uh, yeah, I love it. I love it would it. be ridiculous in a movie or a book yeah. or something, but in a video game, it's just you just go along with it because it's brilliant. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff like that. A lot of um, quite dazzling special effects. Yeah. Uh, sometimes a bit over overkill on them. Sometimes, particularly in that water level where you kind of descend deep. There's a lot of crazy kind of stuff going on. It's a um, really good-looking game for the Wii, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, very, very good. One of the best-looking game, Wii games I've seen. Um, very nice, very smooth, runs very smooth as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, I mean, really when, nice. When did it come out? Did we say what year 2009 originally. 2009? I mean, that, that is, it's a good-looking game for 2009, it's, especially it is, on the yeah. Wii as well. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, about halfway through its life? Yeah. Just over? Yeah, just over. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, very nice looking game. Um, levels quite varied. You start off in a kind of uh, ruins of a 
of a city that's kind of been buried underground and then you've got this underwater level which is quite cool it's kind of a winding underwater passage and you've got these massive giant eels that are kind of bursting out of the sides to eat you um floating ruins that's had a kind of i don't know how, how far did you get with this out of interest um i think it, it only like the, the second or third stage i think yeah. i can't remember yeah. i didn't get much further than that. there actually aren't that many stages only about There's seven, not, the seven yeah, i think seven or eight yeah seven. i got the sixth one um the third one is kind of a floating ruins level um yes. it starts off uh, i wasn't a big fan of the first bit where it's kind of a side scrolling bit where there's a lot kind of you had to kind of dodge all these uh projectiles it was a bit kind of bullet hellish that bit but then it comes into a really nice bit where you're kind of going through these corridors kind of getting through these doors before they close these massive giant robot heads are bursting in at the sides and you've got to dodge them we seem to keep stumbling into bullet hell style games this, we do this year, we? <laughs> it's funny isn't it completely inadvertently yeah. when you said undertale i never thought that would turn out to be a kind of a bullet hell game no and then, yeah, sort of and bullet then this... hell sort of sections and, and shades of bullet hell style gameplay. Yeah, so... but I mean, it shows that they can work sometimes because I don't, oh, yeah. for the most part, I mean, there is a lot of stuff being thrown at you, but you tend to sort of avoid most of it usually in yeah. this game. So it's, it is quite dazzling at times, but it's not, it's not particularly detrimental. It's not overkill necessarily no, no, for, for the most part in this game. Um, yeah, so after that, it's kind of got, you've got like a creepy kind of wood level, sort of a, almost like a Halloween-ish kind of place, then a desert highway stage, and then I got to a lava river. Don't know what the seventh level is, because I never got there. But it's a fair, fair amount of variety, you know, quite just, nice yeah. kind of sci-fi kind of environments. And it's, it's, it's proper just nice variety. It's not just the usual water stage, ice stage, desert stage. You know, it's it's they do mix it up a bit, don't they? Yeah, a, and a I mean... Yes, and even if they do go into those kind of tropes, they kind of make it their own. Yeah, it feels like you're not playing just any other, any other game by doing that. It kind of the 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 world, and it also feels quite kind of um, what's the word? Kind of continuous and kind of all as part of one cohesive. thing. Cohesive. Cohesive is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, you're very good with your words this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, going to top indescribable. No. <laughs> Um, they're not too long, the levels. They kind of feel long if you keep dying on them. But if you know what you're doing, they probably take yeah, 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes each. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, if you if you want, yeah, you could get it down to about 10 or 15 minutes, I think. Yeah, I think so, if you know what you're doing. Um, some slightly repetitive sound effects when you kill the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just the same two death noises over and over again, I think it was pretty much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's got its charm to it, I think. Oh, definitely, uh, yeah. Pretty good soundtrack. Um, not many memorable pieces, but the ones that you hear most often, which I would say is the menu theme and the, the probably the most recurring boss theme are really good. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, just uh, it fits the game. It's quite energetic, you know. It's, 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 it's good enough. It does the job. Yeah. Um, it's kind of all I've got written down about the game, actually. Uh, it's one of those games, it's a bit like, it reminds me of Power Stone, where we kind of agreed it was a good game, but in terms of talking about it, it's, it doesn't lend itself to <laughs> to this podcast as well I as other you, games do. I thought you were going to say something else then, because I, I, I was thinking of Power Stone um, for a different reason, yeah. um, in that 
it's one of these games that's really, really good. It's clearly got a following, mm. but it just seems to have been completely put aside. Yeah, I, and that's, I don't that's, know. That's I don't. Thing, yeah. it, I don't understand it. And you know, but the the little I did play of it again, going back to it, I, you know, I I will like to go through and 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 finish it. Um, mm. I but think I, got... I, I was just I just kept thinking I don't know why this this hasn't well, yeah, why is there not a third one why mm. why is this just been why is it in the ten pound bargain bin and <laughs> yeah. not been picked up again since no it's got, it got really good reviews as well from what yeah. I saw get nines and eights and all sorts and usually did really treasure, well I mean anything treasure touches is gold usually yeah yeah um, have they done much recently treasure I didn't get to look at their Wikipedia page but are they I can't think of any recent games that they've done. Are they still no. going? Are they still around? They are still around, yeah. Okay. Looking at this, uh, they did Bangayo HD Missile Fury for the Xbox 360. I've never heard of that. I did get a demo of that in my period where I was downloading every demo for Xbox Live. I did um, I did pick that up. That's kind of mental, that one. I couldn't... That really was a kind of bullet hell, kind of crazy... <laughs> I didn't know um, what the hell was going on in that, to be honest. But <laughs> and then they've done Geist Crusher and Geist Crusher God for the Nintendo 3DS. I don't know what they are. I haven't clicked on them yet, but I'm, it, that's that sounds like a bullet hell shooter to me. That's um, that, yeah. That's not a uh, an Animal Crossing clone. That's no, for sure. it's not. Genre action, um, yeah. Well, that's. I don't think that's ever had a, a Western release. Looking at that, um, mm. but yeah. So they are still knocking about, and they haven't put anything out in the past sort of five years. But I mean, the Wikipedia article is talking about them in the present tense, so I assume mm. they're still doing something. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it looks like Sin and Punishment was was the last mainstream Western game that they put out. Mm. It's as I I believe I said earlier, it came on the eShop for the Wii U, and I believe yeah. it was one of the first two Wii games that came on it. I might be wrong. Okay. But I think if I remember rightly, the first two were this and Metroid Prime Trilogy, mm. and um, and they were better, uh, yeah, and at a good price as well as I recall when they first came out. A um, very limited audience, so if we're being honest with the the Wii U eShop. A little bit, yeah. That's a, a sad story, that one. It's a sad, it's a sad <laughs> story. It's a sad story for another time. But, yeah, um, but it, it's interesting that they were, that was one of the first ones they chose. Yeah, yeah. Obviously the, trying, they obviously knew that there was some sort of audience there that would have got it, unless it was an emulation issue or something like that. I don't know. that they It was one of the only ones that they could put on there. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean... But, yeah, it's uh, some interesting kind of contradictions, I guess, in terms of its success. Yeah, it's it's, it's strange. It's it's just one of those games that I would think would have you know a, a mainstream appeal. Mm. I mean, it's um, not it's not for everyone. You're, if you've oh, no, been listening no. to this, you'll know it's if it's for you or not. I think. Yeah. Um, but if, compared to its kind of peers and the kind of other games that are like it, it's 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 really good. It's one of the one of the best ones. Um. So yeah, if if it is something you're you're into, go and get it. It's only a tenner, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you played any, if you're into anything that Treasures put out before, I think mm. this is going to be up your street. And if you're into uh, on real shooters, then mm. you know, I think that covers quite a wide cross section of people. There's there's going to be something. That it's it's worth for ten quid. You could you could spend ten quid on a lot of worse things. I yeah. I just give it a try to be honest. Yeah, I did really enjoy. We touched on it, but I did really enjoy the the whole. Uh, motion controls on it actually i thought that it responded really well yeah um it, it's much easier than two sticks 
I found just to sort of control both where you're going and, and then where you're pointing, I always find that really kind of awkward and very difficult to get my head around. This was quite intuitive, you know. You move yeah, with... I, I would say the, the Wiimote is the, the way to play it. I, yeah. I haven't tried it with the, the Zapper, but I'd imagine that would that... feel a bit restrictive. No, I enjoyed it. I had it with oh, the Zapper. Really? I really enjoyed it. Okay. It was great, yeah. No, really, really good. I I think I think I would find it fairly easily without without it, but mm. it was just there was something very rewarding about pointing a gun at the screen, like a proper light gun game, you know, and and moving around at the same time as well. Um, I did, I did. I th- actually, I think there is a configuration just for Zapper, but I altered the Wii, the button layout of the the Wii remote just to put the uh, the, the the bomb button on the nunchuck instead of mm. the the remote, so I didn't have to reach up for it. I think that's the only change I had to make. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about dead genres, I mean, light gun games at home. Yeah, that's a shame that they've gone in out. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. to, to to be honest, they like you say the Wii had the the Wii had a good attempt at, at them with the, you know using the zapper, mm. um, and using the the sensor bar and things. And um, there was some on PlayStation Three using the move controllers, mm. um, but it never felt quite the same to me as using like an old school light gun on a on a CRT. Um, no, I, it's a shame that they, they were there, but not as many as there should have been, really. Not as many, no. I'll tell you what, if Microsoft come out and announce that the Project Scarlet is going to have a light gun in <laughs> yeah. I'll put down a pre-order tomorrow. Yeah. That'll be there, it. Has, there has been, I mean, if you're not aware, I think light guns only work on CRTs, is that right? Yeah. That's the problem yeah. with them now. Yeah. I think uh, Hyperkin, are put, is it Hyperkin? Mm. Uh, they're putting out a, um, a HD compatible light gun for the NES so you can play Duck Hunt again. Yeah, there is something like that. The um, Have you seen this Polymega console? Yes. That's got a lot. Apparently they've announced that that's got a light gun with it that will work on a TV. So you can play light gun games on a new TV from all the consoles that it supports, which is all like the... The, you know the CD consoles and the ah, cartridge ones. that's interesting. Yeah, and it's an interesting-looking console in general, actually. Um, so yeah, there is a bit of a resurgence lately in in light gun technology and bringing it, making it work at least. Whether or not new games are going, because even now you don't see many games kind of um, try even trying to to do, be a new light gun game, really. Do you? No, not really. It's a shame. Um, I blame Guitar Hero for this, but we—I want—I'd like to see a resurgence of the Daft Peripheral. <laughs> yes, um, you know, light guns, uh, Donkey Konga controllers. Yes, um, dance mats. Um, oh yeah, you can't beat a Daft Peripheral. No, that it's... that weird one with the strings on it that you could use to play virtual golf on the PlayStation Two. I can't remember what that one was called. I love them. Just, yeah. just. The Maracas, Dreamcast Maracas. Yeah, Dreamcast had a lot lot of them, really, in its short lifespan. Yeah, it had a webcam that you could plug into it, a karaoke add-on for the... Fishing um, fishing line. Fishing line. Oh, see? (laughs) This is what I want. This is what the the true next-gen is. Exactly. boxes and boxes of plastic tat. Yeah. That's what I want. (laughs) To fill up your room. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, they don't... No one takes a risk with that kind of thing anymore, do they? No. No. no, saying that, did you see? I, I we're going way off topic here again. Yeah, um, right. Did you see that weird wind-up game console? Oh yeah, the Playdate. Playdate, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> an interesting one, isn't it? It is. I don't know if it'd be any good, but no, I, I kind of want it just because yeah. it's so bizarre. Yes, you got to admire the, their uh, their spirit. I think. Yeah. yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So um, I think it's fair to say our verdict on um, Sin and Punishment is it's good. Go buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which is not an unusual uh, verdict for us. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> we don't tend to pick rubbish. No, um, really, but I still we? think we should at one point. I think yeah. we should. I think we should do like an episode where you pick a bad game or a, bad, a game that has a terrible reputation. I pick one. We play them both, and I, re- I think we could fit both of them in because we probably won't play much of them. <laughs> do you and know what? That's a really good idea. I think we should do that, and then we yeah. can compare them and see which one's the worst. See which ones are worst, and also see if we can glean anything good from them. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see if it, you know, are they all bad, you know? Yeah. Or is there, you know, what what redeeming qualities, if any, there are? That's a really nice idea. Actually. Think, we yeah. Should do that. Yeah, I think we should do that at some point. Okay, cool. we'll we'll get that in the diary at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, sin and punishment, successor to the skies. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So, uh, next game. Yes. It's with you, uh, sir. Next game. Uh, mm. We are going to go back and revisit um, a developer we've gone to before, Game Freak. Okay. And we're going to go to the Game Boy Advance, and we're going to be playing Drill Dozer. That is the exact game I was going to pick for my next pick. Seriously? Yes. That is so <laughs> weird. I can't believe that. When you said Game Freak, I thought, oh, uh, Game Boy Advance, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, we're going to do Pokemon <laughs> Fire, Fire Red. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's I've really never I've never played this because um, all the other picks I've done, I've played at li- least a little bit. But this one, I wanted to come in completely fresh because I've heard a lot of good things about it. That's the same with me. Yeah, exactly awesome. That'd be really cool then. Oh, yeah. great. Okay, I've got to think of something else next time. <laughs> that's so weird. That's weird. I guess it's good that it shows we're on the, the same sort of wavelength. Though. Yeah, but so, you could um, have picked like anything there. You could fit th- literally yeah, thousands literally. and thousands of games there. <laughs> and we both picked the same one. That is bizarre. Ah, good. Cool. Yeah. So it's um, it's a platformer, a 2D platformer, isn't it? It is, and yeah. And it had uh, ex- um, a rumble built into the cartridge. Is that right? Yes. Ah, do you have that or are you going to be emulating it? No, I'm going to have to emulate this yeah, one. Um, it's too. a bit of a pricey one, it's a so pricey I think one, yeah. if anyone wants to play along, um, you know, emulation's going to be the way to go. Um, yeah, I wonder if um, RetroArch or an emulator will make the Rumble work if you've got a Rumble compatible. Oh, I don't pad. know. Um, look into that'd be that. Worth finding I mean, out. it's like the only game that will do it, but yeah, they might. Someone might have done it, especially. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Pinball had a, a rumble oh, okay. in there as well. So yeah, it's quite. It's possible that someone's uh, coded something in there. So mm. cool. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's what we'll be playing uh, for the next show. Um, Excellent. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, any other business before we close for the, the evening? No, other than to um, give everyone our details. So if you want to go to our website, go to podumup.net, or one word. If you want to tweet us, we're at Podumup, and you can email us podumup at gmail.com. And please do, because we really, really like to hear from you. Yeah, we will. Honestly, seriously, if, you, if you're a regular listener, if you've just listened to us for the first time and you, you like us, please give us a shout. We'd love to get some dialogue between people. We really, yeah. really would. Yeah, yeah just just, let, just email us, just to say hi, just let us know what you think. Literally just say hi. If you've got a book club suggestion, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. Um, if you want to comment on anything we've done, uh, positive or negative, 
Um, other thing people people always say on podcasts is um, leave an iTunes review or leave a Apple Podcast review because I think we're a bit late to that now because in iTunes closing down. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got an equivalent though, and it's part of Apple Podcasts. I'm not an Apple guy anymore. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not but, either. But I think there's an Apple Podcast thing that. Every, apparently it's quite important to leave five star reviews because it, it kind of goes up the charts and we get oh, cool. like no listeners from Apple Podcasts so if you if you happen to be one of them leave a, leave a review that'd be brilliant leave a review somewhere else if you want just do something dude please do something for God's you know sake. what's going to happen <laughs> yeah we're going to get one review and it's going to be that American guy oh no and idiots. it's just going to be your podcast sucks idiots <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I've opened us ourselves up to the yeah <laughs> the the Mario Maker trolls. Uh, honestly, honestly, I usually don't go for uh, much multiplayer online stuff. But I poke my head out once and put yeah. something online, and what do I get? Yeah. Abuse. Yeah. Abuse. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but yeah, cool. Yeah, leave mm. us nice, nice comments, and we shall uh, give you nice comments. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll um, we'll read them out, won't yeah. we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get something read out on the podcast, tell us something, and we'll do it. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> without don't sounding say- like some sort of audio prostitute. Or I was going to say, don't sound too desperate. It's <laughs> 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 pretty desperate. We're, we're professionals, you know. Yeah, we, we are pros. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, that's All what that. they, that's what they say now. Like, comment, subscribe. That's what yeah. the kids say. Yeah. Oh. Click the bell icon. Do they, they say that? Do they? they say that on YouTube. I don't, yeah. know they, don't, I don't think it counts to podcasts. Podcasts no. is basically the lowest rung of the the online entertainment ladder, isn't it? Everyone's kind of, yeah. You know, but I like it. You know, I like I, it. We're among I, friends here, but uh, yeah. You know, there you go. Cool. <laughs> right. Okay. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your bottom rung. Yeah. We'll see you next time. <laughs> It didn't get any lower, so uh, no. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>